Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, the fourth day of December, 2023. We barely have an understanding of our history, and from what I hear, the schools are doing a rather poor job on the subject. Part of this is evaluations get caught up in unimportant details. You only need to know the American Civil War was in the 1860s, late in the first century of the country. How it affected our society and government today is of utmost importance. We really have little concept of European history. In 771, there is a peaceful change of monarchs in the Frankish kingdom. Charlemagne becomes the sole king of the Franks. He is considered a great organizer of the time. The term Franks is usually spelled with a K. This leads to some confusion. If it was spelled with a C, then we would more clearly see the connection to modern France. The Frankish kingdom that Charlemagne reigned was modern France and reached into the western regions of Germany. The 25th and final session of the Council of Trent is held in 1563, 18 years after the first, and under three different popes. In the middle of the 16th century, Central Europe was a mess. The Catholic Church was trying to balance political and church affairs while dealing with issues ranging from the Protestant Reformation to Muslims in the East. Much of the focus was to counter Protestant claims and to settle Catholic positions that were being challenged. Key points were that the church was the ultimate authority on Scripture and the Bible, and church traditions were of equal authority. There was a discussion to define the parts that work and faith play in salvation. Recall that Luther was convinced of justification by faith alone. This point is still of some debate. And lastly, they refined their position on the practices of indulgences, pilgrimages, and the veneration of saints and relics. Luther was particularly opposed to relics and indulgences. A group of 38 colonists arrive at Berkeley 100 on the north banks of the James River, Virginia, in 1619. The name Berkeley Plantation remains to this day. The original name may have come from Richard Berkeley, who was a member of the original charter. That group fell apart within three years, and the settlement lay abandoned for a while, eventually being acquired by Virginia Governor Sir William Berkeley in 1676. If the two Berkeleys are related, it's distant. The Harrison family will purchase it in 1691. The Harrisons will give us three U.S. presidents, William Henry Harrison, his grandson Benjamin Harrison, and Abraham Lincoln. Upon landing, the colonists proclaim a day of thanksgiving, the first on this continent in the Christian tradition. The 1745 Jacobite Rising in Scotland reaches its high-water mark on this day. Things do change over time. In 1804, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Chase is impeached by the House for being too partisan in his court decisions. The Senate will fail in its vote to remove him. Chase was a signer of the Declaration of Independence also. 1861, 109 electors unanimously elect Jefferson Davis, President of the Confederate States of America. If you've not compared the Confederate Constitution to the U.S. one, you should. It's a lesson in what the Southern folks were thinking and quite enlightening. Essentially, they made three or four changes, some of which we have since made, and slavery. That was relegated to states' authority.
In the post-Civil War era, a large portion of the population was engaged in agriculture, and in some sectors, especially in the South, the practices were outdated and meager. To provide education and support, the Grange was formed on this day in 1867. Officially known as the Order of the Partisans of Husbandry, the Grange was a strange amalgam. It was part a political advocacy and lobbying effort, it was part county extension agent, and lastly, a fraternal and secret society. At its peak in 1875, it boasted 850,000 members. Essentially one in every 60 Americans belonged to the Grange. If you remove the urban population, it was about one in 50. The secret part? That was to keep out railroad agents from the meetings. A story of intrigue on the high seas is birthed in 1872 when the American-registered Mary Celeste is discovered abandoned and adrift in the eastern Atlantic. She had departed New York on the 7th of November for the western Mediterranean. She was located on this day adrift, abandoned, yet perfectly seaworthy. The crew and lifeboat missing the last entry log nine days earlier. What happened to the crew remains a mystery. The first edition of the Los Angeles Times is published in 1881. The town has a population of 11,000 in 1880. The world had discovered the Southern California paradise, and the population will be 50,000 10 years later. The Montreal Canadiens Hockey Club is founded in 1909 as a charter member of the National Hockey Association. They are the oldest surviving professional hockey franchise in the world. President Woodrow Wilson sails for a peace conference in Versailles in 1918. This makes him the first U.S. president to travel to Europe while in office. Max Bayer Jr. is 86 today. Bayer played the challenged Jethro Bodine on the Beverly Hillbillies. Prior to the series, he had several small parts in other television shows. Afterward, he had trouble getting work in front of the camera. He had been typecast as the dimwit and never really overcame that. He did stay in the film industry as a producer and director. Since Donna Douglas's passing in 2015, he is the last surviving regular cast member. President Roosevelt closes down the Works Progress Administration in 1943. Unemployment is at a low during World War II. Bassist Chris Hillman of the Birds is 79 today. No one argues that the Birds fit into the rock genre. But after their breakup, some members like David Crosby stayed more towards the rock side, while Hillman gravitated towards a blend that was more country ballad than rock. He next landed with the Flying Burrito Brothers and later the Desert Rose Band. He was often side-by-side -side with Graham Parsons. Parsons is a name that most folks will not remember, but he was quite influential, and some sources credit him as the genesis of country rock. Sadly, he is one of a large number of artists that succumbed to drug use at a very young age. Parsons' most successful solo work was an album called Grievous Angel that was released after he died in 1973 at the age of 26. Sharing a birthday with Hillman was Brian Wilson. The middle of three brothers, he was the drummer and baritone in the Beach Boys, but like Parsons, had a problem with substance abuse. The Senate approves the U.S.'s participation in the United Nations in 1945. Three years earlier, 
and 18-year-old Elvis wandered into a sleepy Memphis recording studio to record a one-off record for his mother and see what he sounded like. He had failed music in high school and could not read it. But on this day, things have changed. Elvis is a national star on the RCA label, but he has not forgotten his roots. The exact order of events is of some question, but Elvis drops in on a recording session with Jerry Lee Lewis. Carl Perkins and Johnny Cash join in. The four begin a simple jam session. The magic happens when engineer Jack Clements, a music giant in his own right, realizes the magnitude of the event and decides to roll tape. Sun Records owner Sam Phillips also sees the significance and summonses a UPI photographer to capture the moment. The results are a collection of 50-some tracks, some just a few seconds long, and a lot of classic church songs from what is known as the Million Dollar Quartet. The kettle is calling the skillet black in 1964. Police arrest more than 800 University of California Berkeley students for their takeover of the administration building. The protest was against the regent's decision to forbid protest on UC property. Now the regents were pragmatic. Protests are rarely peaceful and cause damage, which has cost. The students did not see this as a good plan, of course. Berkeley was named for an Irish theologian, and the town had a temperate history. It was quickly becoming a hotspot for the counterculture movement, and across the bay, San Francisco was home to the hippie movement. If you're wondering, the city of Berkeley is spelled the same way as Berkeley Plantation, but there does not seem to be any connection other than both names originated in the British Isles. Two members of the Black Panther Party are killed during a police raid in Chicago in 1969. I never cease to be amazed while watching the current offerings of real-time cop shows how folks of all color do not understand the basic fact. Do not argue with the officers. In fact, the noise is so bad that I tire of watching even for background noise. There is some talk in the media of how weak the U.S. appears on the world stage and the number of attacks that have been carried out on U.S. military installations, mostly in the Middle East. First off, this is not new behavior. In 1983, some wise guy thinks it's smart to fire a shoulder-mounted surface-to-air missile at an American F-14. We respond with missile and aircraft attacking Syrian-controlled sites in Lebanon. The differences were Reagan did and would respond quickly and with force. Our current administration is more concerned with ice cream flavors or something, certainly not projecting strength and power around the world. Maybe China told Hunter to call off the big guy. I don't know. But things are certainly different, and we're on the brink of really bad things. Pan American World Airways, once the giant in the in industry, ceases operation in 1991 after 64 years. One very basic rule to keep in mind, nothing is forever, at least in this world. Giant companies, much like giant trees, eventually decay from within and fall. At one point, Sears Roebuck & Company was near the top of the Dow Jones and had a single-letter symbol. Today, they're largely gone, replaced by Amazon. The irony of that tale is that at one time, Sears had the corner on the market of sending out catalogs and mail orders, the very thing that built Amazon, just in a different era and different technology. 
The International Space Station gets a major building block in 1998. Five years ago, the Thomas Fire starts west-northwest of Los Angeles, California, near Santa Paula. It will consume 440 square miles in the next few weeks and be declared out six months later. At the time, it was the largest wildfire in California history, but was eclipsed by the Ranch Fire the next August. Today, it stands at number seven. Critics would like to use this as evidence of a cataclysmic climate change. I'm not going there. The climate has cycles, and we are in a drier one, but a number of factors make California a tinderbox rife for burning. Construction sites and materials are major factors. Yes, a big home with a great view is nice, nestled in the trees. Cedar shake roofs look so natural until you get a fire. Hamas says they will not release additional civilian hostages unless there is a permanent ceasefire. Let the record show they were the ones who took civilian hostages and started the whole affair. It's not reasonable that they now cry foul. The world's response, and many here at home, is completely sickening. But so was 1930s Germany. That's history and comment for the fourth day of December. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.